Hopefully this is the last time you'll hear this ad. Because with Chime checking account features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and getting paid up to two days early with direct deposit, you can probably treat yourself to an ad-free upgrade to spend more time listening to your favorite podcasts or at least grab yourself an extra morning latte this month. Join millions of Chime members who work on their financial progress with fee-free overdraft and no monthly fees. When you find new ways to save, you can reach your financial goals easier and still have the occasional treat. Take more control of your finances and say goodbye to monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at Chime.com goals 24. That's Chime.com goals 24. Chime. Feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars. If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama. Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid. Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit. Trying to learn some games, every y'all gonna talk about it. No Diana, speak that shit that everybody vouching. Ain't no more excuses valid. Get up off the couch and get up in your bag. To your bank account, need an accountant. What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of the Millionaire Mindsets Podcast. I'm your host, Deanna Kent, and our other host, Xavier, is currently not here at the moment, guys, but he will be stepping in shortly. He is stuck in traffic, but no worries. I'm going to go ahead and kick things off for us today. But before we get started, you guys, please make sure you do us a favor and like this episode, um, rate the show, subscribe to our YouTube channel, all of that good stuff. Leave us a comment. We truly appreciate it. And also, before we go into things, we are having a sale for a limited time only on our real estate and crypto guys. So you guys go over to Millionaire Mindsets Academy and make sure you get both of those guys before the price goes back up. So getting into this episode, we have a very, very special couple, two people that I really admire and love everything that they're doing as far as entrepreneurship, family-wise, everything. They're just killing it on all fronts. They are the heart socks. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> Welcome yeah. to the show, y'all. What's up? Thank What's you up? for having us. Appreciate you of having course. us. Of course. You know, and this isn't the first time y'all have been on the show. No. It's we actually the second. 2020? 20, August 2020. Y'all okay. were episode 95. Jeez. 95. Now you're up to? We are on, what is it, 159? Okay. Uh, yes, I Jeez. believe this episode we're recording is 159. Look at that. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> we was all on our couches back then. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Zoom. we were on Zoom, Zoom and yeah. look now we're here now in the studio. <laughs> they were also local. in California we too. Were in they were Cal- still now living we there. Dallas yeah. Yeah. So much has changed. <laughs> I could go on, but, but yeah. we're gonna get into all this stuff later in the episode. But for those people out there who haven't heard our first episode, where you guys, you know, let us know everything about you guys and explain your background. Can you just go mm-hmm. ahead and give us a quick refresher on who you are? Okay, so as you said, I'm Janoka. This is my husband, Anthony. Uh, We are from Brooklyn, New York, now living in Dallas, (laughs) Texas for the past five and a half, six years. years. Um, We got married. We've known each other for over 20 years. First of Mm -hmm. all, we've known each other for that long. Um, Got engaged 2014, married 2016, and then came down to Dallas. And um, since being here, we've entered a whole new world, if you will. (laughs) 
I don't even know where to start. Go Debt payoff. Debt payoff. So, uh, we paid off one hundred and fourteen thousand dollars of debt um, in twenty three months. That's kind of where our story. Twenty three months, you guys. Twenty three months. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of where our story kind of started, um, and then. We what else did we do? We started. Jesus, uh, are you in the journey or what? <laughs> so yeah, we were we side hustled our way out of debt. Basically, mm-hmm. instead of cutting back on expenses, we just got a lot of jobs. Mm-hmm. In the midst of that, we started a cleaning business down here in Dallas, Texas, uh, November 2017. Mm-hmm. And then we once we paid off the debt, we really revved up on things and started to travel more, things like that. And we launched the course in. I think we spoke to you guys August 2020, mm-hmm. so then we launched the course in July, mm-hmm. I think, sure. 2020, yeah. of teaching people of how to get their cleaning business up and running without, mm-hmm. cleaning. without cleaning any homes. And then and we then, have two rental properties. We just moved mm-hmm. into our first home. Yes. Check them uh, out. <laughs> we have a virtual assistant business for cleaning business owners who want to get out and scale their business as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. Well, and yeah. Then, so, I so, mean, <laughs> there's other things happening here. So, <laughs> we got this. <laughs> <laughs> we got the house at the end of this end of sorry 2021 mm-hmm. um anthony retired from his nine to five yep. and in 2021 and then we have a baby on the way and a couple in, baby uh, hearts dog baby hearts dog in like oh three weeks oh <laughs> i didn't know it was that no close. pressure <laughs> no pressure okay. really any day now is what the doctor said but um, i mean that would be a hell of an episode <laughs> baby hearts all came ain't nobody topping that right <laughs> ain't nobody topping that one but um yeah, so that's that's everything in one, I guess yeah. I would say. I got nothing to add to that. <laughs> <laughs> got it all. That's amazing, y'all. And first and foremost, shout out to Black Love because it is just amazing <laughs> to see what y'all do Appreciate and it. that y'all do it as a unit and y'all come so far together in 20 years in the game. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's the goal. No, we wasn't together that whole time. <laughs> we just known each other that whole time. We just known each other, but yeah. that's still, you know, yeah. really amazing. So I want to get into... um. Let's get into the debt first. So you guys paid off 100K in debt in 23 months, which, I mean, (laughs) I don't know how you did it, but I'm going to let y'all get into that. But I also want to ask you on top of that how you did it, but how has the wealth building strategy changed since paying off that debt? Because, you know, the main goal when you're doing it is to, you know, probably um, budget, you know, just focus on paying that down. But what Mm -hmm. do you do afterwards? Like, how do you now build wealth? Yeah. So after we paid off our debt, we were like, we got five, six, because we were... Don't want at least five, six thousand dollars of debt every single month. Mm-hmm. And that's when the game changed for us. When we were when the debt was paid off in that first month with January 20, 2019 mm-hmm. came and we said, All right, we got five, six thousand dollars that we don't have to put to debt. What mm-hmm. do we do at this point? Yeah. We spent it obviously a little bit. We enjoyed <laughs> you got ourselves. But a little bit. At that point, we said, All right, now what's our next steps? Or right, we started putting more to our investment accounts. We were like, All right, we're gonna start saving more for our mm-hmm. future. Um, we're gonna start saving for more for our first investment property. So that's kind of how it's, mm-hmm. that's kind of the difference now. Now we're taking our money and putting it into things that will grow for us in the future versus mm-hmm. before it was just us raising our income just to pay off this debt. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was our only focus, paying off the debt. Mm-hmm. Um, we could have done it faster because we continued, at that time we both were working on nine to five. So we continued paying, our, paying towards our 401k. Like we didn't mm-hmm. stop any of that. So we could have done it faster, but I it was like, no, I just mm-hmm. <laughs> like, let's just focus on this. We still can have all these other things yeah. going while doing that. So Of course. Mm-hmm. And I mean, when you're doing something like that, it's not like a one size fits all. You got to kind of mm-hmm. tailor it to your situation and just yeah. go from there. So for people who may be in a situation where they're trying to get their strategy together for paying off their debt, whatever the case may be, as far as the number, what would you recommend first and foremost to get started? Budgeting. But <laughs> well, maybe the yeah. first thing is finding out 
how much debt you owe. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of us don't even know. I mean, you know People that don't you... Know. Or they, they don't, don't want to know. know. <laughs> you may know, like, okay, I, I think I have 30K on the on the student loans and 15 on a car. And so maybe putting your number together, it could be scary, but putting your number together to figure that out, what does that Mm -hmm. look like? And then I would say budgeting was a game changer for us. Like we never were missing on bills or anything, but Mm -hmm. budgeting just allowed, what do you usually say? Our money, like budgeting us. allows you to know where you're, how you're going to spend your money versus people think about a budget as it's like, all right, Restriction. I'm constrained. I yeah. can't spend the money the way I want. No, a budget is you telling your money how you're going to spend mm-hmm. it. That's all it really is. It's like, yeah. all right, well, I'm going to spend $300 on brunch or $300 mm-hmm. eating this month. That's all it really is versus saying mm-hmm. I can only spend $300 on eating and brunch and all that stuff. Yeah. So that's what I mean about budgeting. Because when we budgeted, it wasn't just for house expenses, mm-hmm. right? So like you said, it was brunch, it was Uber, it was travel. Oh, all of that was still- in our budget. <laughs> yeah, like, because that's what we wanted to do i mean some people want to be strict and cut all of that out that's totally mm-hmm. fine but that's not the life that, that we good. wanted mm-hmm. so all of that was in our budget <laughs> so did you guys ever have any moments where you struggled a little bit or might have oh, yeah. deviated from the plan like how did you jump back into the flow of things without getting discouraged all of our deviation came from you don't put my sis on blast that's fine i mean that's fine because it's true <laughs> because he's more of a straight and narrow like once he gets his mind to it or towards Mm -hmm. it he's like all right we're gonna do this and that's it like there's no questions for him but for me i'm like okay wait a minute our family is in new york (laughs) something is happening let's Mm -hmm. fly back the biggest thing i think that we kept struggling with was like well we can afford my thing was like well we can afford it so what's the discussion and he's like Mm -hmm. because we can afford it don't mean we gotta spend it that was like the balance that we always had to that's still the balance that's still the balance Mm -hmm. because i'm just like what's the question like Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's not dipping into our our savings it's not dipping into these other things so what's the issue Mm -hmm. so that that was our biggest concerns i think yeah when it came to us like she's more of the traveler so every time she went it was like it was always something coming up. Like, oh, we gotta go to New York for this. Oh, we yeah. gotta go to for this. Somebody's like, back trying to rat. escape this Dallas. Always, <laughs> we, gotta, we always gotta leave Dallas to go do something else. I'm like, you don't have to be everywhere. Mm-hmm. You just kind of let's let's lean yeah. back a little bit. Let's get focused. But and I'm like, you gotta yeah, go I everywhere. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was our biggest. Uh, that's still our biggest challenge today. Hey, yeah. As long as you're working on it, that's all that matters. Yeah. Right, right. So before I pivot into um our next topic, I do want to ask: Was 23 months the goal? to pay it off or what or did you exceed it or do it earlier what was the actual goal so when we started there was no goal Mm -hmm. it was like all right let's just just pay it off right Mm -hmm. um and then i think within three months we had paid uh like twelve thousand dollars and we were like hmm (laughs) we may be able to pay this uh and so then the goal became to pay by my 30th birthday Mm -hmm. and so that's what we did we were going to houston to celebrate with like friends and family for my 30th birthday and so we made sure we paid a few days ahead you know so it can reflect actually Mm -hmm. you know it takes a while (laughs) but it's a post (laughs) it's a post once we wanted to say zero for my actual birthday so we paid it a few days ahead um and so that is what became the goal Mm -hmm. and that's how we did the 23 months thing and i don't Mm -hmm. think it was really fueled until we were talking to someone and we said we want to pay it off by her 30th birthday and it was like Mm -hmm. that's an arbitrary goal why do you want to pay it by her 30th birthday yeah it was like well that's her goal let's do it yeah i was kind of like all right cool you're definitely gonna do this now Mm -hmm. so um that was kind of what fueled us to do it too Mm -hmm. i love it i mean what better way to walk into 30 right exactly like that's a great you don't really hear about that often Um, you really don't so that was i mean you don't even hear about people paying off debt i mean before we even started Mm -hmm. i was like well what's the reason 
Like, what? Yeah. It's going to be there. Like, you know, that's life. You think your car or student loans are going to be there, so why mm-hmm. are we even paying it off, really? So. so let me ask y'all this real quick. Do you think all debt is bad debt, or do you think there's a such thing as good debt? Because that's a common, yeah. you know, topic. <laughs> ask him. I got to answer. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't give debt a personality trait. I don't mm-hmm. give debt uh, uh adjective, a verb. I just, debt is debt. Debt is debt. <laughs> oh, wait. The way you way you use your debt, it can be seen as good or bad, but I'd say all yeah. debt is debt. Mm-hmm. It's not good debt or bad debt. If you use debt to make you money, that's great for you. If you use mm-hmm. debt in your if it's a car or whatever it may be, that doesn't mean it's necessarily bad. So I don't think mm-hmm. there's a good I don't think there's such thing as a good debt or a bad debt in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. debt can be used to get to your goals a lot faster mm-hmm. if you wanted to. So before we paid off our debt, I was very anti, you know, credit cards. I was very like we didn't get our mm-hmm. we didn't start using our credit cards until when maybe like a year or two ago, we didn't start using it again. Using it we again, we had credit cards completely. and we stopped using all of them. Mm-hmm. So we didn't start using our credit cards again until recently. But mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure we had a good grasp on our money before we started saying, "All right, well, we want to get points and all of mm-hmm. that stuff." It's like it really wasn't important to us. So to answer your question, I don't think it's good or or bad debt. Mm-hmm. It's just debt, and the way you use it is going to get it could propel you or it could put you mm-hmm. like further behind. I agree a hundred percent because there's so many different ways you can leverage debt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the real problem comes into play when it's consumer debt because yeah. that's when people really let it get out of control mm-hmm. and they just let it stack up to the point where it's really hindering you from doing anything. But yeah. if you're using it for real estate, for instance, like how you guys are venturing into that space, exactly. it could be really helpful. Yeah. If you think about the percentage of people that actually use debt that way, um, the numbers say differently. So it's always funny when people are arguing on like social media. Like, if there's a hundred comments, maybe twenty people in these comments know how to use yeah. use that and leverage it. So what's the conversation? Really? Yeah, honestly, but people people aren't honest with themselves. So there's that. They're definitely not. We see a lot of that. that. So I want to get into something that's um really really important topic because I know when we first talked to you guys, you both were working your nine to fives, yeah. and now. We got retired life going on over here. And, you know, that's the goal for everybody. Retire young. It's a beautiful thing. Uh So I want to get into that. How did you know it was time to retire? It was time to retire when uh, Janoka said you could retire from your job. That was really it. Because he would have been to it. I would have been been, uh, left my job. But the goal for us, like this whole, I mean, I retired last year. We said in January that, all right, this is going to be my last year. And what really nailed the coffin for me was I had my, you know, my best friend had passed. And we were, I hired my best friend to work with me. Mm-hmm. He was my second manager under me. Uh, we had the pandemic. He was gone. And I kind of lost, I kind of lost my job for my company yeah. too. It was like, I did everything I wanted to do. It was like, I had, I hired my team. I hired my managers. I got them bonuses. I got them all the raises they want. I got people where they want to be in their careers at my mm-hmm. job. And I couldn't go any higher. I was a director. I was the youngest director, um, youngest black director, young, youngest director overall. And there was nothing more for me to do. Mm-hmm. I was fo- so focused. I was at work focused on everything outside of work. I was like, you know, I'm focused on the real estate. I'm focused on the businesses. And I was like, mm-hmm. there's no reason for me to continue to be here. Yeah. So that was in January of 2021. Yeah, we, we start. We had that conversation that by the end of 2021, he would leave his job. Yeah. Um, and so we just kept saying it, like, you know, yeah. it's going to happen. So it's going to happen. telling family and friends. Started telling family and friends. And they're like, Making well, it real. go ahead and do, I mean, do it. Because it's funny because when we first paid off our debt, and we started, we were side hustling, maybe mm-hmm. raising all this income. We kept saying, all right, whenever we cover our income, our nine to five incomes, then mm-hmm. we'll we'll leave our jobs. Yep. Mm-hmm. That 
that happen. Whenever we <laughs> double it, you know, whenever we're making this amount, mm-hmm. you know. So we were bringing in way more than our income for at least two years. And we're oh, like, we, wow. we kept saying we're going to do it and we're not. We're not pulling mm-hmm. the plug. Um, but getting finally, around people like you guys, it was like, there's <laughs> no reason for us not to do this. It was right. like, you know, we, it's got, like, what's holding us back? we got friends and family who are doing these type of things. So it was mm-hmm. like, why? what's holding us back at this point? Exactly. So December mm-hmm. came around, had the conversation with my boss, and I was like, Actually, he had a conversation with me. I was about to say, yeah. He, he, like, he said, started up. He said, Yo, he said, you mind if I just take this off the record? I was like, whatever you want to do. He's like, I was on social media. We already knew where that was going. I don't know. I, like, I, I know where you're going with this. He's, He's like, stuck. somebody brought this to me. He's like, I have to discuss it with you because it was brought to me. And he said, I was on social media and I saw that you're doing great things. And um, I just want to know if your heart is still in the game, like still oh, in the game of the company. I was like, all right, cool. I know where we're going with this. Yep. I was like, whose heart is in any company? Right. I don't have to, my heart yeah. have to be in it full, like, 100%. So uh, I went back to Janoka, and I was like, yo, I think this is our time to make this move. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, all right, cool, let's do it. Yeah. And I gave them, like, two months. I was like, I'm not going to leave. Yeah. Now. I gave you were there for nine years, so. Don't y'all hate when they find y'all on social media? Yo, I was surprised. Like, we was on Good Morning America. I was like, yeah, yeah, years before that. Yeah, b- before that. We actually had somebody watching Good Morning America that morning. I walked into the office, and they was like, that was you? I was like, nah. No. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and they was like, that was you? Like, let's not talk about it. It was kind of like this thing that was kind of hidden. People knew. Mm-hmm. Like coming on a podcast like you guys, it's like people listen to you guys all yeah. the time. So right. they would hear us on different things and see us. It was like, is that you guys? I'm like, cool. It's like, whatever. <laughs> I kind of left it alone. So we never really gave it any energy at work. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm here to work. Whatever you guys see me doing outside of work, that's great. We can talk about outside of work. But you know, that was yeah. pretty much it. I love it. And before I ask my next next question, let's welcome all our right, co-host. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Xavier, welcome to the show. What's up, man? I'm, so, I'm super glad it's to be right. here, man. My apologies, y'all. Glad you, you made it safely. Yeah, I was in a, it was a crazy accident when the car was the other facing the other way. Oh, oh God. Yeah, so hopefully, hopefully, hopefully they good. Hopefully they Prayers good. Hopefully, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, sure. I'm happy. I'm happy that y'all here, man. I want to. I want to ask them. So, did they try to talk talk you out of um, leaving? Yeah, he said, um, my, my manager said, listen, if you go back and you, have, you think about it and you come back and say, you're in it, like you're 100% in it, and I feel like we can, not, we can put this under the rug, leave it alone. And I said, I'm not going to tell you that right now. I said, I'm going to go back. <laughs> and I literally said, I'm not going to tell you that right now. He said, you tell me right now you're in it. I was like, I can't tell you that right now. So we went home, and I literally took a whole week. And I came back. It was like that Monday. I came back mm-hmm. the following. I came back Friday or like Monday. I was like, listen, I'm not in it. Yeah. And that was he's like, if you still want to come back, still want to do this, let me know. I was like, I don't, I don't think I can. Was it hard to give up nine years though, being for, with a company um, for nine years? That's a, that's a great question. It was difficult leaving my team. It wasn't difficult leaving the company. It was difficult leaving my team. But I think there was nothing more I could have done for them. I, I literally the last thing that I did for my company was I said, I told my CEO I want to do a, a memorial for my best friend who passed, and I want to do like a company scholarship, you know, in his honor and give it to somebody. That kind of um, embodies who he was. Who he was. And they literally sent me the email, yes, like this last week, that they gave the award out, they granted the money, and I was like, mm-hmm. that's the only thing I want to do before mm-hmm. I left. Oh, and they damn. did it. So it was nothing more that's I could have done. It yeah. was hard to leave my team, though, but the company, yeah. nah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the guaranteed income too. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the part that you are. She was like, like stay until after you, after the end of the year, so I get my bonus, and then I could go mm-hmm. on, I could go on leave with her. But I was like, nah, I don't want to put my company in that situation where. Mm-hmm. You know, I got my bonus, and then now, oh, I'm not coming back after that. I was like, nah, we, we didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you had any moments of regret since leaving? 
Eh, nah. No. I think I'm still trying to figure this out. It's still it's still brand new. I mean, things I'm doing now, I was doing it before. Right. But the only difference is now is I have the full day to kind of do it versus trying to spend that, you know, three to four hours after work or on weekend mm-hmm. trying to do it all. So now I got a full day to do what I was already doing. So mm-hmm. no regrets so far. Mm-hmm. I bother her a lot more during the day. So <laughs> I also was telling him, I'm like, you don't have to be in this office eight hours. You know that, right? <laughs> right. That's the point of you getting away from working the yes. nine to five. I'll sit in there nine to five. Every day since he started in January, he's there like, because I work, what's my schedule? Like 830 to five. That's his schedule. Mm-hmm. What they, I'm like, the point is for you to get out of there. <laughs> exactly. You don't need to be in there every day. You don't need to be Go there to for Starbucks. eight hours. I'm still, still trying to figure it out. Well, he's still I'm trying still, to navigate. I'm still programmed. <laughs> I guess where I got to be yeah. in front of a computer for eight hours. That could be working. beneficial though, too, though. Yeah, getting yeah. a lot done. Yeah, he's definitely. I think also like with our businesses now, we're trying to get a lot in order and have get management in place so that we're not always doing this. So it's a lot of work Things happening right now. The, yeah, right now. Mm-hmm. I think over time it would it will slow down and yeah. he wouldn't have to be there. I go outside with my dog. I play a little bit, but you know, most of the time I'm in the office though. Yeah. You said you was getting. You said you was getting two years of income before you left. So do um, my question is: Do y'all advise? What do y'all think about people that just leave oh. without oh. having like that yeah. that that Safe. proof that you know that saying, it works that, that, it works. They, that it works. they can keep doing that they can keep doing it? it. What y'all think about that? That's foolish. I mean, because <laughs> <laughs> some people be like, you got people that be like, just go on a limb if, if you believe in it. Just jump off. I am okay. So I guess that depends because I'm not a risk taker at all. So <laughs> no, she's not, not. at no. all. So mm-hmm. I am not one that's gonna do just jump off the. I need to make sure it works like we had an emergency fund for three six months and then COVID came I'm like let's make this a year right Mm -hmm. and he's like you think that if you lose your job it's gonna take you a year to find a job I'm like no I don't (laughs) think so you're right but let's just do that so that's kind of like how I am I'm very Mm -hmm. secure I don't do any type of risk so doing the businesses and stuff is already a big risk Mm -hmm. for me so I would not quit a job <laughs> just on the way. <laughs> but that's just me. I don't know if you have advice to somebody. I, that. I, I'm the same way. Like, I'll take risks to a certain extent, but I don't want you jumping. I don't want you quitting your job because you got a, a t-shirt business or something like that. And you want to make sure you're making some sort of secure income so that you know, all right, this money's coming in month after month. But one thing I also realized um, is that you don't really need as much money as you think you need that's mm-hmm. that to survive mm-hmm. off of. So it was like, all right, you get that $10,000 a month, you know, income, you could quit your job. Now it's 20, now it's 30. You realize you don't even need that 10. You mm-hmm. probably need like four or five to actually survive and, and live a good life. So mm-hmm. I think realizing how much you actually need to survive and then making that, I would do that before doing anything, but she wanted to be overly secure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, I feel yeah. it though. And before we get into the next question, let's go ahead and get into the first ad of the show. This episode is also sponsored by The Morning Meetup. One thing all successful people have in common is strong connections. If you're trying to break into the entrepreneurial world, you're looking, you're looking to network with like-minded individuals, or you're looking to take your business to the next level, currently entrepreneurs from all across the country meet up every morning for a daily meeting from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern to start the day off right. If you want to join this community, there's never been a better time to try it out because for a limited time only, you can start a seven-day trial for just one dollar. If you're looking to get started with the morning meetup, you can go to www.dmorningmeetup.com slash one dollar trial. And like as always, the link for that is in the description of this podcast episode. Uh, congratulations on the on the baby. This is a, a big a big step. So and also congrats. Y'all on the podcast now too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to y'all. Make sure we gotta plug that for the people that's listening so they can support that as well. Thank you. So like what's it like now? Like was all these new things, new changes, you know what I'm saying? You left the gig, baby on the way, another new venture. What's it like balancing 
all these new things at once. Mm. I think we still trying to figure it out. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. the, baby, the baby's going to be here in like three weeks. So we're oh, like. Man. Yeah. Damn. So that will change dynamics That's completely. Change everything. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't have a comment on the baby part yet. Things are slowing down now, like now that we're in the stretch of, but thankfully um, I've had a pretty good pregnancy, so I've been able to move around and do things. It hasn't really slowed down anything. I'm still working, stuff like that, but I work from home, so that's a little bit easier. Um, the podcast thing I did not want to start because of the things that you just mentioned. I'm like, we get in the house, we have a baby on the way, yeah. like you quitting your job, like why would we start something new? That's the perfect time. <laughs> You said it's a perfect time. No, yeah, he does stuff like that. Perfect time. I'm like, I mean, but I mean, we've been talking about doing a podcast right, for right. years. I remember, I remember. Do it exactly, I remember, yeah. which I agree that it would be a good thing. I just is like the time commitment. Do we have it? That mm-hmm. was my biggest concern. And so, what has helped us is to kind of like batch uh, record, and so doing yeah, like three episodes at a time and stuff like that. And really planning it ahead, like me letting him know, like, okay, these are the days that I'm available. Other than that, don't come to me. <laughs> and that's kind of how we do everything, whether it even comes to, like, content or, like, our other businesses. Like, all right, we try to plan before we get there. So, like, our, our social media stuff is like, all right, how can we plan before she's completely out the game so that, mm-hmm. all right, we know we not we can't do IG lives anymore because she's going to be gone. So, mm-hmm. how can we do, like, more, if we have more podcasts, we can put those out. So we plan in advance pretty well, mm-hmm. but balancing it all is just really calendars, honestly. Mm. Yeah, yeah, lists, calendars, lists, whiteboards. Calendars, whiteboards. <laughs> and we try to people. we try to base it on like what's priority right now. So we know we got a you know we got a podcast coming up. All right, well we know that Saturday, Sunday we're gonna be recording. Record. Um, if we know we need content, all right, that Monday, that Sunday night we're gonna be making content. So mm-hmm. uh, we do a lot of batch everything, honestly. Yeah. And it's yeah. being intentional about it. Mm-hmm. And then you really still got the whole family side the too. Family. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot to it. Yeah. I wanna uh, ask you guys about the VA business for cleaners because you guys have done. But y'all have done something special. Y'all have found a niche within your niche. Yeah. yeah. So you took the cleaning business, killed that, and now you've made a whole nother stream within that. So yeah. can you guys talk about the mentality yeah. behind that? Like what, what brought that about? Yeah. So that's uh ZiggyVA.com. And we just stumbled across it, honestly. We mm-hmm. were using, using them as a service already, and they were fantastic. We've used multiple virtual assistants in our cleaning business. But they was literally the best company that we used, and they were going out of business. They, the person who owned the company, he was a multimillionaire. We know him, and he was like, I don't got the time for this. It's not enough money for him. And mm-hmm. he was like, they was going to give it up. He was like, yo, we could take this business. Well, we didn't say that. I, I, said, that. That. <laughs> I said no. <laughs> I had him up. I was like, yo, if we took this business from you, like, what would it mean? He's like, just give me some money. I was like, all right, cool. We paid him. We paid him the money. Janoka was like, yo, I don't want to run this business with you. She was like, this is going to be like a 70-30 partnership or like yeah. a 60-40. I gave her a 60-40. I said, make sure you put on the LLC like that. That I only have 40%, you got 60%. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's fine. <laughs> and our goal was like, I'm like, listen, if we already have them running our, they were already running our cleaning business. Now we own the company who runs our cleaning business. Now so we, we could run that. other cleaning businesses through this virtual assistant company. Mm-hmm. So now so anybody who, so we got the course, we got our cleaning business mm-hmm. and we right. got our course and we got our virtual assistant business. So what do you think our students are going to go when they need services? Mm-hmm. So it's just Straight one, it's a funnel. Mm-hmm. So, and we wasn't even thinking about it that far down the line. Now no. we're seeing how our students go through our course, they get their business up and running. We talk about it in the course, and they kind of use our services because we yeah. knew how good they were. Um, so that's how we kind of came across it. But um, it's been it's been a life changer, not just for us, but for our virtual assistants because 
there is black owned. It was a black owned company, still a black owned company. They're ninety nine percent women. We had one uh, guy who was with us. Um, you know, moms were keeping them. You know, in we're keeping them paid. So um, mm-hmm. it's been life changing for them too. I, w- I want to. I just want to say I want to give y'all a big salute because not only with the cleaning, y'all obviously extremely successful with it, but y'all got others. Making a lot of money, like I see. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what I Our like. Students to see. are killing. Y'all got it. students that's killing it. Like I know Alex mm-hmm. personally, and I see what he's doing. I'm yeah. like, damn. Yeah. Like that's like that's the dopest thing in the world to me because I mean, you know you could do it yourself, make a lot of money, but when you got others, you helping impact other people's yeah. lives. That's like I love to see stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah. we tell people all the time, it's like you, he yeah. is not the norm student. Like he came, <laughs> he came. I was like, yo, and I want to do this. I'm like, yo, you gonna kill it? Because we, I talked to Alex a lot on the side before you even wanted to do this. I'm like, yo, you gonna kill it? And he started it, and he's like, yo, this is this is starting to work. I see it. He's like, I know I'm going to go with this. I'm like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. He came back. I was like, yo, and I did 200000 I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> we did. Yeah. It took us three years to hit that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, killing. you know, we got some other students who are doing extremely well, too. Yeah. But obviously, he's the one that's just out there the most because he's on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is very important, not just to, for us to have the success, but also helping other people get there, too. Mm-hmm. And they come to us all the time. Like, you know, that I got my first book, and I got my first this. And I still remember our first book is when yeah. we got Or those. students, like, they got 100K in a year. I was like, we only did, like, 75 in one year. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, it was, that worked for us because that was about. our first business, right? We yeah. had no idea what we were doing. <laughs> we still was working on nine to fives, and so we are like, this is a business on the side, if you will, mm-hmm. right? Um, but now, obviously, as the years has gone on, we've seen the value in it. And so the point is for our students to do better than we did. Like, mm-hmm. I don't expect you to right. do the same as slow as me. Because I didn't have nothing to refer to. Right, now you got to go a to. whole blueprint. You need right. to be going faster than me. No. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So let's get into the course. Like, yeah. So for someone getting the course, what all does it entail? Like, how is this course going to help you thrive in your cleaning business? Yeah, so. Are you going to go? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it's so, not for everybody. I'll start it with that. Okay, you can say that. <laughs> you can say that. Well, the way that we do it and the reason why we don't clean homes is because we can we connect contractors with the clients. So mm-hmm. everybody, the clients book us online and um, when the job comes in, we send it to the contractors. They go mm-hmm. out and do the job. We take a percentage. The cleaners get a percentage. Mm-hmm. That's essentially how it how it rolls. Yeah. Um, but in regards to the course and what we put in, the information we put in it is just basically A to Z of getting up and running from like your business entity part of it. LLC. Some people mm-hmm. have no idea about doing that bank account, that mm-hmm. type of stuff. Straight to getting your first client. How do you find contractors? How do you find clients? Customer service, clarity, knowing your why. Like, why mm-hmm. am I even doing this? Because, like, this week it must have been a full moon. We've had clients that yeah. like cursing our contractors out, saying oh, they calling the cops. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> we also had almost fifty cleanings this week too. Exactly. That's so, yeah, the more the more cleanings you have, the more issues you will come across. Mm-hmm. Yeah. kind of with anything. So knowing your why and kind of sticking to it and how do you hit that 100K year. So we go through all of that in the course um, and more. We provide them with uh, interview questions to ask in the interview, the job ad to post, the contract that they're giving the contractors that we spent close to $1,000 from. We got it from a lawyer. That's mm-hmm. included in the course. So all of that is in the course. Mm-hmm. And yeah, one of the things that we talk about in the course is like, we try to give you as much information as possible, but mm-hmm. we can't give you everything. Like, there was right. one student today who was like, so when I send them the contract, do you think I should use DocuSign for them to sign it online? I was like, yeah, you yeah. use DocuSign. I don't know. Do what you want. <laughs> do what you want to do. So we try yeah, to give you as much something. information as possible. Like, that's not a question I would think yeah. about. Somebody would ask me, but we try to give you as much information as possible in the course, too, so that you can be successful. Yeah. Um, 
having all the tools that we didn't have when we started. Mm-hmm. Were y'all ever doing, and it's the reason I'm asking this question, before y'all started the course, were y'all ever doing um, consultations? Yeah. That's was how that we, before the course, though? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, okay. Okay. But I think yeah. that we, we were doing consultations around the time we started the course mm-hmm. because that gave us the blueprint for starting the course. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Because we, right. like, we were doing like a couple hundred dollars. It wasn't even a couple. Was it like $300 one-on-ones? Four hundred. Four hundred dollar one on ones, yeah. Do y'all still doing? Nah. No, but the last time it was at twenty five. So when we do start at what? Hundred. Okay, I thought you yeah. said twenty five dollars. Oh, <laughs> please, no way. <laughs> <laughs> you must not know me. <laughs> oh, so we use no. that we use that framework to actually build the course. Um, yeah, and what then, are questions people ask? And then we use yeah. everything that we learned in that four weeks to kind of get that up and running. So we used to do like the one-on-ones early on. Mm, okay. And we use that framework to kind of build out the I was structure. just referencing the last time at 25 because when we start again, it would be higher than that. It would be much That's higher. Right, 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 right. <laughs> because the, the, time, the time commitment with that is just Because we do, we do four weeks and we do one-on-one sessions. You got access to us via text, via email. Um, conversations mm-hmm. when you need us. Mm-hmm. So it was just an ongoing thing. It was a lot. It was a lot more time outside that one hour. Oh, no, that one hour. Right. The, the reason I asked that question is because surprisingly to me, at least, it's still so many people that's entrepreneurs that don't understand like how dope and beneficial it is to have their own course. Like it's a friend of mine that live in our building. I was talking to her one day. Like she's an entrepreneur and stuff, and she told me she told me she do she does a hundred dollar consultations for like an hour or something, or mm-hmm. an hour and a half, right? Ninety minutes, something like that. And I was just looking. I'm like, really? I'm like, why? She's just like, why not? I mean, it's money for consultations. I was like, why not just do a course? And she was like, what you mean? And I'm like, what do you mean what I mean? You know what you, <laughs> Maybe I'm she's like, not on social media? No, she is. Um. She was like, so but I, so I started breaking it down to her. And she was like, whoa. She's like, I'm about to stop doing consultations. I'm like, you should. So she stopped. She just dropped her course last week. She did 14,048 hours. Mm. And she was like, man. What? <laughs> Right. Digital, digital money is different. Like, is like different. this is why Janoka doesn't want to do any more real estate. She's like, this yeah, ain't no, even no. worth it. But like, this ain't even worth it. So we were definitely doing those one on ones early on. But when we if, we if we do get back to it, it'll be a lot higher. But that mm-hmm. course just changed the game for us because all you're doing is answering the same questions over, over and, and over and over. So you put yeah. it in one spot. You put it in one spot. Yeah. Now you don't got to go to Google. You don't got to go to YouTube. You don't got to go to whatever you search for. It's right there in the course. No, mm-hmm. seriously, because it's only you got 24 hours in a day. So nobody mm-hmm. is working 24 hours exactly. in a day. So it's like you got to go to sleep. So how many consultations? Can, can you, you do? truly do in a day? You can. In a week. You can sell a lot more you can courses. You sell a lot more courses. And it becomes draining, honestly. Like giving saying the same your, thing. Saying the same thing. Give me your all. You trying to give people like all the energy you have. Too. Yeah, yeah. And some people showing up late. Some people just mm-hmm. dry. You know, so it's just it's just draining. And that was the worst too. You get <laughs> the people that, that are just like, they don't got the energy. Because we try to bring our energy when we have these conversations. It's like, yo, yeah. what's up? You know, blah, blah, blah. You tell got us people, where you are. Tell us where you are. You got people who driving in the cars. Like, you paid <laughs> this money. You yeah. paid twenty. It got to the point where people paying twenty five hundred, and you not. You that's how I know it's not enough. Like you in Home Depot. Like we show mm-hmm. up to our coach every single week, notepad in front of the computer, sitting there ready. Yeah. They in Home Depot. They doing this. Like you serious? Yeah. You mm. know so, <laughs> that's why the price goes up every time. <laughs> but speaking of a coach, what were um what made you guys get a coach, and how do you guys? I'm pretty sure it is, but I got to ask the question. Mm-hmm. What was the benefits of getting one? Well, shoot, the benefits were somebody to keep us accountable to our goals. We came in and we told our coach, you want to do 100,000 in a year. And she, <laughs> she laughed at that. Because we did 100,000 on, on our own. 
Uh, well, since we had started the course in July, I think by the time we were starting with her, we had done, we done like 70 something. We did like 70. 70. From Man, July we, to February. She was like, if you did 70 by yourself and you only want to do 100 with me, my job is going to be easy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was somebody that kept us accountable to our goals. And then also telling us and showing us what we were missing. Things that mm-hmm. I knew, like, all right, we need an email funnel. We need to have some sort of larger funnel. We need to have some marketing campaigns going on. Data. Even though I know this stuff, we know right. this stuff, but I wasn't doing it. Right, right. it yeah. I wasn't doing it. Right, I know we need to do this, but I never did Collecting it. Collecting the back end, doing a text community, also having this, you know, so so many things that to help us to elevate our course, like, and our did brand. you explain this more, go on this platform, so... Things like that. And like you said, the accountability of every week having homework. And because you, well, we weren't going to show up to our coach and say, yeah, we didn't do it. Exactly. Pay too much for that. You're paying Mm -hmm. paying an amount. You're like, I'm going to show up and tell you what I'm doing in each. And we saw the the return. The return was crazy, right? Um, So. So our first year with her, we did what? Five? Five hundred thousand. Five hundred. Yeah, our goal was. And that was even four Our goal was a hundred thousand. Our goal was a (laughs) hundred. We did five. five, And that started in May. When we start, we redid the core April. April. Middle of April. April to December, yeah. (laughs) So she was like, all right, that's going to be an easy goal to hit, 100,000. And that's just from the courses. And then mm. she kind of because we still in. have our cleaning got business, right? Business. Yeah. <laughs> we still have our and our nine to fives and our virtual assistant business and our rental properties. So yeah, very diversified. And she came <laughs> in and also was like, "All right, you got to get off." Uh, we were using Slack or what was we using for the community? For what? Oh, I don't uh, Slack. We were Slack. using Slack for the community. Mm-hmm. She's like, "You got to use something that's more community based." So we moved yeah. over. It's like Mighty Networks, mm-hmm. and now we can have live calls in there. So so like, you also got to raise the price of your community. You guys are going in there often you guys are doing two three lives a month you guys are giving all this content mm-hmm. you got to raise the price and i was like well half the community's gonna leave she's like yeah but you want that half to leave and mm-hmm. they left and we got more people back at the way higher more. price way mm-hmm. more people so now we have like 200 some odd people in our paid community mm-hmm. um so she was came in and was like just kind of whipped oh, us into did, shape she, yeah, yeah. yeah and how did how did y'all identify the right coach because uh, that's, that's that's, that's tough one. for a lot of mm-hmm. people i think when um you did you hear her somewhere? Yeah, I heard her on a podcast. I mean, she was a co-host of a podcast, and I knew that her energy. I, I mean, it wouldn't be just me on this call, so I knew like that person had to be a fit for Janoka too. So she was even saying the first call, Janoka was kind of standoffish, and I was like, I knew that was going to happen because I couldn't have a coach that was a pushover that was going to let kind of Janoka do or not do whatever she wanted to do or not do. So, <laughs> but I knew that person had to have some sort of flair or kind of personality, personality. behind them. Mm-hmm. And it was gonna help. That was gonna help us push us. Um, so mm-hmm. that was kind of like one of the major things I needed. Yeah, I, I just went along with it. I will see how this works. Yeah, that's basically what I said. I was like, we'll test it out, and if it don't work, we not do. We not moving on. That's yeah. it. Mm. So yeah. for your coach, did you get a coach who was just simply business savvy, or mm-hmm. did you have to find someone who actually specialized in what you guys were trying to accomplish as far as like e-commerce and things like that? Yeah, um, so question. it was just. She's just really like business savvy. Mm-hmm. So I do believe that you can have multiple coaches for different things though. Mm-hmm. I don't think you just need one coach for everything. Mm-hmm. So I know some people that have like, um, I don't know if it's called a mentality coach, but a mindset Mental, coach. Yeah, mindset, yeah, people mindset have mindset coach, coaches yeah. and then we have her. And so I don't think that one coach has to do everything either. Um, but she is primarily like business savvy and helps coaches better develop like their yeah. programming and stuff like that. I mean, mm-hmm. Michael Jordan got a shooting coach. She right. got a yeah. fitness coach. She mm-hmm. got a weight yeah. gaining coach. Like people always coach use, everything. Yeah, you gotta have a coach for <laughs> yeah. different aspects of your life. Spirituality mm-hmm. coach. So, right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, that's, and how many? When did? Um, how far into business were you all before you got? When you got the coach? Yeah. 
Uh, so technically she primarily just focuses on our brand of Harchimony. So I guess we started Harchimony. Well, technically we had a course on getting out of debt first. <laughs> oh yeah. Y'all yeah. don't have that anymore? It's still there. It's up there. We got a few sales I forgot about this. Yeah, and he kind of <laughs> did that one on his own. But the cleaning business has been our biggest thing. So we started that July um, 2020, and we got her like February 2021. So technically, quick into the brand of that. Now, our cleaning business itself has been started since November 2017, but she doesn't really help us with that part no. of it. Okay. So it's just it's really like the, the online, online brand. Yeah, okay. the online brand is what she assists with. So mm. less than a year. Because we knew that we wanted last year to be a big year for us. We knew that we needed more help than what we could provide. Right. And so that's why we said, like, we've gotten this far by ourselves. We've gotten pretty far, but we wanted to continue to elevate. So mm. that's the reason why we decided to, to look for a coach. Makes sense. Makes sense. My, my, um, my favorite thing about y'all brand is I see a lot of people that uh, preach about getting out of debt. But mm -hmm. then it's like, all right, y'all got out of debt, and then what happened? Mm -hmm. It's like, are y'all financially like independent now? Like, what's happening after getting out of debt? <laughs> yeah. But y'all's story, you see, y'all getting out of debt, and mm -hmm. now you see financial abundance. So you mm -hmm. see both sides of yeah. it, which is extremely, extremely dope, in my yeah. opinion, to see. Yeah, no, thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, that's. What, I mean, I guess when we paid off debt, and we were like, well, what now? Because <laughs> 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 it's like you had this goal, and you like what? And it sounds weird. Like we were like, what do we do with this money? People probably were like, what? What does that mean? I'm like, because we was putting all this money now. Now what do we do? <laughs> yeah, and, and that's when we. Kind of, no, just saying. That's when we kicked off. Like, all right, we could do this. We can put our investments here. That's. It's funny that people find us now. They don't even know that part of the story. Yeah. yeah. Really. We, yeah, yeah, they just think they, they just know what's for a cleaning business. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They don't even know that part of the story. They say, oh, we get a lot of people like <laughs> new that just meet us and they're like, they only know it's because of the cleaning business stuff. Mm -hmm. So they'll come and we start talking about our story. And this is why we go live often because you always got new people that just find you or whatever. So we go live. We start talking about our debt payoff journey. They're like, I didn't even know that was a, a side of you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So you got new people all the time that just wants to know more about, all right, where were you were there. And it's funny, people, find, even people that are like currently with us. They followed us throughout the whole journey. They're like, all right, now you guys got a house. Now you guys got a baby mm -hmm. on the way. Mm -hmm. So um, mm -hmm. social media is dope too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the whole journey. yeah. I love that you say that because it's important for people to remember that you never stop telling your story. Right. So you, yeah. You're always getting new followers and you have to continue to retell that story as the brand grows. Because yeah. I see a lot of people like, oh, I already touched on that. I'm not just going to keep, you know, progressive. But no, you do have to keep retelling the story. Yeah. I do want to ask you guys a question kind of aligned with the cleaning business and the course. So realistically, for mm -hmm. the people who are listening and they're feeling all inspired by the episode and they're ready mm -hmm. to jump into the cleaning, cleaning <laughs> business, realistically, how... Realistic is it to obtain a hundred K in your cleaning business within the first year? Not very realistic. You would say it's not? No, I think it is. Because we did it we I hate when people get the story and they want to come out like y'all want to do that. Nah. Yes. I like to give people the no, don't don't try this at home. Most I of mean, our students that are taking it seriously, they'll hit 100 because we right. hit 70 when we didn't have nothing. Right. Mm -hmm. We had nothing at all. We were just trying to figure this out. Yeah. And I think that with the, but it all, I, I have to, what I tell people, it all depends on you. Mm -hmm. Like how you move ain't the same way I move. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it's going to take you, you are you going to sit on the course for three months and then oh, try happens. to execute? Or are you going to take it and get it up and running in six to eight weeks? Mm -hmm. Right? Because there's a different, that's a different thing. Are you going to be the one that's like, oh, yeah, I had a bad review and then stop? Yeah. Mm -hmm. had a then, bad day. you know, I had a bad day had a bad or week. a contractor calls out. So now I'm not moving forward. So there's so many variables as to I don't know who you are, but can it be done? Absolutely. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I would say. Like, it absolutely think, can be done, but there's so much more to it than just, like, getting there and knowing to push through the trials and tribulations, mm-hmm. knowing that any business, it's going to be not so easy. Exactly. Um, but it can be done. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely attainable. And I think with us, when we first started, we talk about this story all the time. We started with a young lady out here, and she did, mm-hmm. like, 200000 her first year. Mm-hmm. But she was absolutely like drained from the business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you scale quickly, you got to know how to. People say, can, like, can you handle? Can you handle hundred k yeah. in one year? People are like, I want to make all this money, but can you handle what that money's going to bring to you? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, so she got sick. She was in the hospital. She had to leave her job. Her mm-hmm. husband had to leave his job and focus on that full time. Mm-hmm. So we tell people all the time, you can do it, but how fast can you scale? But if you're ready for that type of scaling, are you able to actually? Kind maintain of it. maintain it, mm-hmm. yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. when we we would like listen and hear her story, we're like, "Damn, what are we doing wrong?" We used to say that all the time. And then we go to dinner with her. We're like, "Oh no, 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 no! This is yeah. we doing it at our pace. This is fine. I don't need it to be yeah. <laughs> all of this." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Like somebody like um like George Pitts, like he's 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 down here in Dallas. He's gonna be down here in Dallas. He took our course. And he got his business up and running within twenty four hours. Like the whole structure of the business. Mm-hmm. Like most people are not gonna do that. Like yeah, I didn't when we happen. first started. I didn't. Even <laughs> he said it's not gonna happen. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> He literally hit me up. I was like, I got the course. He's like, I went through it. And he's like, I got the structure down. I was like, send me the documents. Send me, send me the thing. All this stuff was ready. But I didn't know how to form an LLC my first time going around. Mm-hmm. Right. So I had to go to LegalZoom. I had to pay yeah. them right. to do it. Mm-hmm. I had, now I know how to do it now. But right. if you have that type of um, understanding of it, you could be up and running and, and going. Mm-hmm. Now we send people like, all right, you could do LegalZoom. You could do it on your own. You could do like LLCUniversity.com. But I didn't know any of that stuff. I had to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really depends on the person. Mm-hmm. I got another. I got a, uh, another question about paying off debt. But before we do that, we're going to go into our next sponsor. Are you looking for a simple way to increase your monthly income and jumpstart your journey to financial freedom? We've cracked the code to Amazon's multi-billion dollar marketplace, and we want to introduce this lucrative opportunity to you. It's called dropshipping, and it's one of the most lucrative ways to passively make money online. What's mind-blowing is that it requires zero inventory. Our DFY Commerce team has created a turnkey system to bring our preferred clients a six- to seven-figure passive income stream, and the beauty is the process is simple. One, we will build and launch your store on Amazon. Two, our team researches, curates, and lists product for you. Three, we continually optimize your store to maximize profits. Four, Our team fulfills all of your orders and customer service inquiries. The potential is endless with DFY Commerce. We are strategically looking for serious clients who are equally excited and serious about growing their income portfolio and want you to get in touch with one of our DFY Commerce team members today. Schedule a free, no-obligation consultation, which will include a detailed revenue projection. So my question, my question is, if you all had to choose, which one is more important when paying off debt? Increasing your income or cutting expenses? You can only pick one. Which Incre- one increasing your income. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just... Because I feel there's but so much you can cut. I mean, I mean, unless you're willing to maybe, like, move back home with your parents or, mm-hmm. like, you- cut like that. I don't know how else, like, a cable... <laughs> or stop going to Starbucks. Yeah. Stop <laughs> going to right. yeah. You can't your expenses can't ever be zero unless you yeah. unless you're like a baby. As, a, like, right. as, as, as an adult, adult, your expenses can't be cut to zero. So yeah. but your earning income is always gonna be unlimited. So I would definitely mm-hmm. say focus on earning earning more money. Mm-hmm. No, I agree, because it just costs money to go outside. It's like every time I step step out the door, <laughs> I'm spending two hundred dollars. Like, damn, like what is money? Yeah, definitely focus on income. No, no, because I see a lot of people they'll say like um like I'll see some people they always talk about 
cutting expenses, cutting expenses. I'm like, man, like you said, you go to Starbucks a couple times a week, you might spend twenty dollars. It's like, how far is that really going? Oh my god, how Inflation's far am I going? So yeah. high, like, oh, exactly. Like, <laughs> what else am I cutting? Even if you cut the cable, now you got Hulu, Netflix, <laughs> Disney Plus. Amazon like, you paying the same thing. Back up. Yes, oh, you yeah. paying the same thing. So it's, I don't know how much you can cut. Like, I, mm-hmm. I still want to go out to eat. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, she definitely. I do. still want to under, you know, go to brunch. vacations and all that. Vaca- yeah, mm-hmm. I still want to do these things. So, yeah, mm. but raising income would be definitely Remember. our answer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask, because I saw that y'all post this question on Instagram, and I mm-hmm. thought it was a very great, great question. You said, should investing be taught in school? And oh, I yeah. want to hear y'all personal perspective on the topic. Um, we say, yeah, but I guess in investing, there's so many variations of it. But just knowing what investing is, what mm-hmm. that means, what you can do with it, what all those things, it's just not... You go to school and there's nothing about business, I guess, unless you take that major, mm-hmm. a business major. And that's only in college. And that's only in you college. You don't really learn right? about business. There's nothing about... I was about... actually pretty good in business management, too. Okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it helped me at all. I don't think it helped me at all. Oh, you're trying to say what they taught you? Was yeah, just completely... I was pretty good at business management. It didn't help me at it all. I don't remember you. anything from that. <laughs> yep. um, but I think, yeah, just investing in the different ways that look. Because usually mm-hmm. you hear investing, I just think, at least back in the day, stock market. Yeah. It's the only type of investment I think about, right? Right. Um, but now we know there's so many other ways that you can invest. So I think starting that conversation in when can you obtain it? Maybe junior high school, high school would be important. Mm-hmm. At least offering it would be important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tell this story about um, my college experience. I lived in this house, and it was like eight, six of us on the top floor, six of us on the bottom floor. Mm-hmm. And the one of the kids on the bottom floor, his parents owned the whole building. So he was collecting rent from us. And I was like, if I would have known that, all right, I could have got an FHA loan, lived in one mm-hmm. unit in the in apartment building that we lived in and had my, all my friends live with me, I would have done that. Yeah. But we don't learn about this stuff. Well, I got to mm-hmm. be 30 years old to know about this, this mm-hmm. type of investments. Why couldn't I learn that mm-hmm. in college or even spoke to anybody about it in middle school? But I think that's why we're here having these conversations mm-hmm. now so we can make sure our kids and our kids' kids start having these conversations mm-hmm. at least a lot earlier. Mm-hmm. Agree. And I think we also got to take into account too, though, even if the school systems won't change and add this information in there, mm-hmm. kids are getting younger and younger and having more access to social media. So mm-hmm. things like what y'all are doing and like with this podcast, yeah. Yeah. they're getting the information earlier, way earlier mm-hmm. than before now. I'm laughing because you said kids getting younger and younger. I'm oh, like... sorry. <laughs> I mean, but I'm just saying like they're That's getting the access like to <laughs> the information. They're getting access to the information. <laughs> Say, who are you? Oh, just a <laughs> <laughs> we, we had did a um, oh yeah you did a thing with high schoolers I did a conversation with high schoolers and they were like alright um, they gave them a trace of like who they wanted to speak to in regards to like what topics and I think the topics was like sports college and entrepreneurship and the whole class was just came to the entrepreneurship session that I was on and my the, the guy who brought me in he was like yo they probably gonna pick you and they want to learn about more entrepreneurship. I went to that class and they was asking some really good questions. And then we started talking about college. And I was like, how many of you guys are like really going to college or thinking about like going into business for themselves? And the classroom was kind of split. And I was kind of surprised that people are thinking about, you know, entrepreneurship before going to college. Now I'm not, I'm not pro or con either one. Right, right. I'm actually, I was actually very interested and intrigued by that. Like they're thinking about doing entrepreneurship because at that age, I didn't know anything mm-hmm. about it. No. Mm. So I was like, that's, that's super dope. So yeah, people are, yeah. kids are thinking about, they're getting it from social media, yeah, they're getting from see these it. podcasts, mm-hmm. and um, they're learning more about it. Kids making millions off YouTube. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you YouTube. guys talking about 
got Lil Ryan, are you? Because that, that boy that just opened toys. <laughs> the kid's the highest, it. The highest YouTuber in whatever year that was. I'm yeah. like, child. His parents was that him? His parents uh, had to. Right. I mean, they recorded him. Like, does he have a personality? <laughs> oh, I never watched that. <laughs> Kids watch it, though, and he was the highest paid YouTuber. YouTuber. Yeah, I swear. Was. And he opened toys. It was toys. like 28 million or something like that? Yeah, he like opened ridiculous. toys. And then he started selling his own, to- own toys and like an he egg. He has a product. He has a all service. All the toys that he likes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. Turn that into a podcast. I swear. And it became like a thing. Like, it's hard to find. Wow. Oh, God. Well, shout out to him. There's always, <laughs> when there's a will, there's a way. He's going to be retired by 15. Right. <laughs> He's probably retired now. 28 million. Right. If, I'm, if I'm opening toys all day, I'm retired. <laughs> no, you're right. He's retired. He don't know it. Do you even go to school at that point, though? Like, that's a good question. I think they probably try to still maintain some type of childhood, probably, but because he doesn't understand what 28 million is, does he? That's true. He doesn't know his numbers, though. Like, oh, this many people are watching yeah. me on YouTube, but he doesn't get the concept of the money. Mm-hmm. If y'all, if y'all kid was making at five <laughs> years old, making thirty million a year, would y'all be like, you going to school? They have, I mean, week? they have. I think the law said they got to go. They got to learn something. You gonna learn something? I mean, but you gotta know how to maintain the law, it. Yeah, yeah. they gotta. Mostly, you can learn just other ways to learn it, though. Well, they gotta socialize. Yeah. Probably, doing, probably doing homeschooling. Yeah, they gotta. Yeah. I don't Home know. School. They got to socialize, but the law says you got to teach these kids. Yeah, they got to so go. They got to go somewhere. <laughs> Something got to happen. They gonna I don't think you can just be school. like, nah, they got 30 million. They ain't, they ain't coming. They ain't coming. <laughs> I was just thinking, I'm like, man, I don't know if I would be Because you think like... about that with celebrity kids. They send these kids to school, like the Beyonce, Jay-Z's, the Kardashians. They have a bunch of money and their kids go to school. Yeah, that's, 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 a, that's a good point. But thirty million open the toys. I'm like, man, do you need school? Do you need school? You might be more brilliant than the principal. Yeah, at this point, what can they tell you? No, nothing at all. Seriously, they can't tell you nothing. But I want to ask y'all um, about this, since you know, married about marriage and working together. What's some um, tips that y'all can give people? Because I'm pretty sure people ask y'all this all the time. Mm-hmm. Having business together, getting out of debt, excelling. What is the secret to doing all this and doing it together? I, th- I think one of the big things is that we started everything together. So none, neither of us had a business of our own and, and brought it to the relationship. Because then it would be kind of like, well, you got your own thing. I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah. This is my business. I may need your help. I may not. So I think that that makes it a bit more difficult. But we've gone through every single thing together. Um, but I also feel like personality is a big thing. Not every, not every couple can work together. And right. You should know that as, as a couple. You may know, like, now nah, I can't be with my significant other the whole time. It's not going to work. That's not, <laughs> that don't mean that you don't love each other or nothing. Right, right, you, right, just right. Know, you just know, you know right. your personalities. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then we also go based on our strengths and weaknesses to help us. Uh, within the business so I would take care within all the businesses so I would take care of a customer service side of it he would take care of the IT side of it because that's just what works for the both background of us. the systems marketing yeah. all that stuff yeah that's what works I can't what deal with the people man I don't I'll yeah. be ready to fire everybody really? all the time. Yeah, really good. And it's funny because he responds to like ninety five percent of our DMs. He say something, and I'm like, let me hop in. <laughs> <laughs> I got this. And I think that's just coming from my corporate environment too, because I managed thirty five people at one point, so I know, I know ins and outs of these headaches. So it's like I can see certain things that you know she may or may not see. So I don't have the same patience that she would have. And then also her background is yeah, I'm a mental, mental therapist. therapist. So. Mm-hmm. I do therapy all the time. She talks so to people, here's their like, problems. Me, I don't want to hear your problems. We talking about business. Uh, this is a business conversation. <laughs> Let's keep it that way. We had yeah. recently we had a conversation with one of our um staff members, and they were talking about all these personal things. And I'm like, yo, we are sitting here talking about why you aren't picking up the phones. 
Yeah. That's what the conversation. I don't need. I don't care about your mom. I don't care about your aunt. We talking about why you aren't picking up the phones. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then you got to remember, you got to leave that stuff at home too, yeah. as an adult. Yeah. Mm. So if she handles the people. I handle the bit, the marketing and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's IT a good. Stuff. That's a good balance right there. Mm. Somebody got to be um the uh, what's the word I'm looking for the compassionate one I guess. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it depends. I think I'm more compassionate in some instances. <laughs> some instances. <laughs> I'd be like, no, no. I can see that. I would, I would have thought uh, Janika was the cutthroat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it depends on the situation. It definitely depends on the situation. Because I'd be like, no, that would make no sense. Don't even do that. Like, why would you respond back? A lot of times he's like getting annoyed in DM. I was like, I told you not to respond. Leave it on red. I'm like, I'll give them the information. Fine. I'm like, leave it on red. Like, I don't got to respond to you. I'm, I'm not forced to respond. So mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. I'm definitely like, you got to cut. You got to cut it. Because with him, business is it's always ongoing. I'm like, right. we, we got to end this here. <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. So that's how we that's how we make it work. Do y'all ever feel like it gets difficult to keep like personal things out of business? Personal things out like, of business, you know, being um, in a relationship, like you know, right. personal everything, everyday things, just as a couple, out of like the business side of things when you got to get to work. I think that it's difficult not talking about it. Like mm-hmm. even if we do dinner or we go for like we did a we do thirty minute walks now because. She has to, mm-hmm. but we go on these walks. Like I didn't realize the whole walk. She's like, you know, you talked about business the whole time. I said, like, yo, that walk was really good. I was like, hey. I'm like, we got a lot done. And she was like, yeah. I was like, you didn't feel this energy in the walk. And she like, no. She's like, you talked about, she's like, no. you talk about business the whole time. I was like, I didn't even realize it. Yeah. So that's a challenge. Like, so then the turn, next day, I'm like, no off. business. So I didn't talk about business the whole walk. I rec- I recognize. I didn't recognize it. So that could be a problem. Like my yeah. mind is always going. So it's like. I, if I'm thinking about business and it's on my mind right now, I want to get it out there so I don't forget it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she's like, write it down, talk about it later. But I'm yeah. like, nah, I don't write it like down. Like yesterday, we were watching TVs on the computer. I'm like, that got to be done now. <laughs> yeah. It's eight something at night. You just stayed in the office from eight to five. <laughs> so now it's not, it's eight something but I had at a, night. I had a contact who was only working with me at nine o'clock. Yeah, I'm like, all right. So that, that could be a challenge. I'm like, all right, just wrap it up once you respond back. He responded, I closed the laptop, I put it away. No, so. you're right. So I think that's the thing. Like, him, business is always on his mind. Me, it's barely on my mind. Let's, <laughs> let's be honest. Unless we're working in, in it, then I'm not thinking about nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not thinking about nothing new. I'm not thinking about <laughs> the next day. I'm not thinking about nothing. But he's constantly thinking about so just reminding him like all right you got to cut it here or Mm -hmm. we're not doing that right now which i think i don't think it comes across rude of like i don't want to speak to you about Mm -hmm. it anymore but he understands like that he's always on that so it's okay for him to be like yeah right i'm Mm -hmm. I'm gonna stop Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's a challenge (laughs) so i want to ask y'all this because i see what like everything y'all doing it's amazing it's like y'all building an empire man It's, it's really dope to see so like what's the long term play Long-term vision for for both of y'all. Long-term vision, shoot, mm-hmm. I don't even, I don't got that for mm-hmm. you. Long-term would be, <laughs> so I think long-term, like we just literally filled out our paperwork for our kid, like the trust, will, the estate, and all mm-hmm. of that. And I think that's what the long-term play is, like having these conversations with our kids, our kid, um, potential kids down the line, so that they know that they could come up in a better structure than we did. Um, but on the business side, honestly, I don't know. I, at one point, I was like, no I was like, I want to have the biggest cleaning company in Dallas, and then I was like, I really don't. I really don't <laughs> care for that. Right. Um, so I don't know what the long term vision is. Long term, I don't know. I know we want to continue to get more investment properties. We only have two right now, so we want to continue to get some more. Um, and that's 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 what I got right now. I really don't have anything else besides continuing to grow the cleaning business. We're continuing with the courses, 
thinking of other ways to make that full circle, like we mm-hmm. spoke about with the courses and then the virtual assistants and then um, the community community and the one-on-ones and the groups. And so there's so much ways that it can continue to expand mm-hmm. um, and then we doing see, that. And then we see like other creators who like build build whole empires around like what they do. So I don't see us being like the cleaning business coaches or like the world or anything like yeah. that. It's not something I'm passionate about. Mm. Um, I'm passionate about teaching. I'm passionate about helping people. I'm passionate about the impact we're making, mm-hmm. but I'm not passionate about the industry itself. Like you'll ask me industry questions about cleaning. I'm like, I don't care. I don't, really, I don't know. I don't yeah. need to know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to know. I always go back to Jeff Bezos. I'm like, he doesn't need to know what's happening in the, mm-hmm. in the day to day. So I'm passionate about, you know, I think our long-term vision is continuing to continue to grow our worth um, and impact more people. Mm-hmm. It was funny. I was when y'all was talking. I was kind of laughing a little bit because I'm like, man, I know y'all making money just because he said. <laughs> he said, I thought I wanted to be like the biggest cleaner business in Dallas, but now I don't. And I'm like. Once you start making money, you realize a lot of stuff that you talk yeah. about. The baby, like, I don't want to do that no more. I don't really earlier, when you think about how much money you really need, yeah. you're like, eh, it's okay. Because yeah. the more money I'm going to make, the more problems and headaches I'm going to get with exactly. other people. And so I don't, you, I'm good where I'm at exactly. right now. Mm-hmm. I, so, yeah. I just think I wanted all this stuff. I started making money. I'm like, man, do I really want all this yeah. stuff? I want that headache. I'm kind of like, right, right. Like, we was having a conversation with, I don't remember who, I was having a conversation with someone. And he was like, how much money do you want to make a month? Yeah, and you think I, you know. And I was like, yeah. I, would, I would love to make like $50,000 in one month. That would be great, fantastic. Like take home. And they said, like, all right, cool. And I was like, that sounded crazy. And then we did it. And Absurd. it was like, it was like, wow, okay. Wow, right. And it was, like, <laughs> and it was like, like the next day, it was like, all right, cool. And you realize that money is not as important as you, as you think it is. Mm. Um, it gets you a lot of things in life. It does. It does solve a lot of problems. Don't get me wrong. It does yeah, nobody, solve a lot, yeah, yeah. Solve a lot of problems, but it's not the most important thing. You, um, you, you just mean like from a materialistic aspect. Yeah. It's not because that's mm. how people see it. You mm. talk about money, they just think of, I'm gonna go buy this, do this, this, and, and then you like, get it. You, you, go, you, you don't, don't do none of it. You don't do nothing. You don't do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, you don't do none of it. It's kind of we paid off our debt. It's like all right, cool. That's it. All right, what's next? Yeah. And that was that's exactly. that's how it is with with money. But I don't think that's the part. I think the impact is what's more important. Mm-hmm. That's funny because we just I, I just did an episode earlier with a guest from New York, and he said the same thing. <laughs> really? He said, yeah, 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 from New York. This he's from he's from Queens. And he was saying uh, impact. He said the same thing. He said impact is most important. Yeah, I think like, getting those stories of, you know, you changed my life. Somebody was like, I started my LLC. I never thought I could do this. I never thought I would see my name on a piece of paper that was mine. Yeah. I'm like, that is impact. Yeah. The first business owner in their family. First, mm-hmm. like, right. You just changed my generation with, you know, this information you taught me. And I think that's way more important than, mm-hmm. you know, the money that comes from it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a bar. That's Y'all a bar definitely thing. have a large impact, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank but, you. Yeah. But before we wrap up, I just want to, you have any more questions before we wrap no, up? No, that's all for me. Before we wrap up, I just want to say, you know, we've been, we've been chatting for a while about getting this done. So I'm yeah. <laughs> before the baby coming, y'all 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 gone for a while. So I'm I'm extremely excited we was able to get this done. We don't, we don't take this for granted. We appreciate both of y'all coming through. I appreciate coming y'all. to the studio. Last time we did it was um. August we said 2020. August 2020. Mm-hmm. Damn, for real? Yeah, yeah. we was on oh, Zoom. That's what we were saying. We were on Zoom. We were on couches on you Zoom. You guys were living We was in Cali. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Y'all was on the couch and we was on the couch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Damn, so much change since then. Like, damn, that's, that's dope to see. I can't wait till next time we do it. But before we wrap up, do y'all mind plugging all y'all stuff where people can find y'all, follow y'all, buy the course, everything. Yeah. Um. So you can find our course on cleaningbusinessuniversity.com. 
That's where it has all the information that we spoke about as well. We also have a podcast, Heart Zog Hustle Podcast, mm-hmm. on all streaming platforms. Got to get y'all on um, that too. No, yes. we with it. We with it. Um, and um, mostly the heart at the Heart Chimonies, where you can find us on Instagram, and that's at the H A R T R I M O N Y. Cleanyourbusinessuniversity.com. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's mm. those are ways that you can find us. That's easy to find. Clean the business mm. university. Yeah, I was surprised yeah. that domain was available. Right, I was. I was, <laughs> I was just saying it. I was like, damn, really? I'm like, yeah, you, must yeah, yeah. you must have the purpose. That's to show you people mm-hmm. ain't out here ain't doing it like that. Ain't really teaching like that. So, yeah. mm-hmm. oh yeah, what's your info? And you can find me on Instagram at Deanna Kent, Twitter Deanna S Kent, and TikTok Deanna Kent. And you guys can find me on all platforms at Xavier C. Miller. That's Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, what else we got? TikTok. Oh, we got YouTube, too. Yeah, YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, you can follow them on YouTube, too. Uh, what, else, what other platforms we got? TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. Make sure I forget Trying to keep up with all right, of them. Right. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's too much, man. Just follow me on everything. <laughs> and uh, that's all we got for you on this episode. Appreciate y'all tuning, tuning in to another episode. See you guys next episode. Peace. Peace. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit Trying to learn some game, Xavier gonna talk about it No Deanna, speak that shit that everybody vouches Ain't no more excuses valid, get up off the couch and get up in your bag To your bank account, need an accountant